The Minecraft Live 2021 mob vote introduced three possible new mobs. The Glare, the LA, and the Copper Golem. In the end, the LA won the vote. Yet, we have to wonder, what is the story behind these mobs? Where did they come from, and how do they fit into the world of Minecraft? Let's try and find out in this episode of the Ender Library Podcast. Hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Ender Library Podcast, recorded October 28th, 2021. First of all, I'd like to say Happy Halloween, everybody. And if you're listening to this when this episode comes out on Thursday, which is October 28th, happy early Halloween. If you're listening to this on Halloween, happy Halloween. And if you're listening to some other time of the year, happy Halloween nonetheless. As of this recording, the podcast has surpassed 150 listens. It might not seem like a lot for a new podcast, but this is an amazing milestone for me. So thank you so much, everybody, for listening here. If you have any friends that are interested in what my podcast offers, simply send them this way. Also, if you have any theories you want me to discuss, any contradictions to my theories, or if you have your own theory that you'd like me, for me to read and discuss on the podcast, send me an email to enderlibraryhost at gmail.com. Now, let's move on to something that probably every single Minecraft podcast is talking about. Minecraft Live 2021, which happened on October 16th, Saturday. I was not able to watch it live personally, but I rewatched the whole thing later, and wow. If you still have not watched it, how daring? Okay, kidding about that one. But if you have not watched it yet, I'll have a link to it in the show notes below, or in the show notes of the um of the of the podcast episode. So, so much information and interesting ideas. The wild update, the dark cities, the mob vote. So much for me to think about. And of course, this Minecraft life has given birth to some new questions. Who lived in the dark cities, and what else lives in there besides the skulk and the warden? Why are the Warden there in the first place? What is the relationship between the Vex and the LA? And then, of course, so much more than that. Well, today, I shall be discussing the mobs in this year's vote and their possible lore. I am only discussing the mobs in this episode. Sure, in, in the mob vote segments and trailers throughout the time before the, the Minecraft Live, there are various little, possibly quote-unquote, easter eggs, little hints at some things you to come, like new flowers, or bee armor, or maybe a new mob, or a crate. I am, fortunately, am not going to talk about that in this episode. This episode is all about the mob vote. I might have some trailer or video analysis episodes coming out later, but this episode is all about the mob vote. Right, but in order for me to discuss the mob vote, we need to go to today's story section. With a spring in his step, Kirithil strode towards one of the giant halls lined with books. He walked past the first couple of shelves, and then stopped dead in his tracks as something scuttled across a shelf above him. He looked around and continued on, a bit more cautious and wary. Yet he did not even get to the next shelf when he stopped again, drawing his sword as something growled down the hallway. After a tense minute or two, it seemed that whatever it was, it was gone. Garethel looked around and started to notice a couple other things. It seemed that the books were breathing and the pages were rustling quietly. The air smelled of wool and leather. He looked down and saw some footprints in the dust that covered the stone floor. 
They weren't footprints of any player that he knew. It looked almost like palm prints. But what paw prints? He couldn't tell. He picked up a book off the shelf and read the title, The Dietary Behaviors of the Overworld Zombies. He put it down gingerly and took another one. This one read, The Anatomy of a Ghast. He realized that he had entered the mob section of the library. He put the book back and continued on, peeking at book titles every now and then. Some book titles were similar to the previous ones, The Sociology of Piglins, Witches, Villagers, Illagers, and Zombie Variants, A Rotten Tale. Then, something else caught Hirathlo's eye. A few of the titles did not say anything that made sense. One title said ML2020MV. Then, he took down the book next to it. This one read ML2021MV. The cover of the book looked new. The pages still smelled of ink, and it looked like it was put there less than 10 minutes ago. Kiritha looked around and called out, Is anybody here? There was no answer. So he settled down and opened the first page, and started examining a diagram of something that looked like a floating pile of leaves with two bulging eyes. Intrigued, Kiritha put down his sword, made himself comfortable on the stool, and continued to read the next page. Now that the story segment is over, I feel like it's best for us to leave Kirithil to his readings and move on to today's discussion. Like I said in the introduction of this episode, of course, if you read the title of the episode, and of course what is described in the story segment, this episode is all about the mobs introduced in the 2021 Minecraft mob vote. I'm going to be proposing a couple theories about them that I think might work, and I'm going to talk about the mobs in the same order that they were introduced in the Minecraft Live. In order, we shall discuss the Glare, the LA, and the Copper Golem. Let's get into this, shall we? First, let's talk about the Glare, which sadly did not win the mob vote. There is little known about it, but I shall try my best to try and shed some light on some things. And I feel like to give you, my listeners, a little bit of background on the glare, the links to the Minecraft Glare article and the video will be in the show notes of this episode. And I also suggest that you pause the episode right here and go read that article and watch that short video. It's only like a couple, like two or three minutes long, because I will be reference, referencing some things in the episode that are seen in the article and in the video. Right. Anyways, first. Let's talk about where the glare might come from. The only place that I think the glare comes from is from the Lush Caves biome, which was introduced, which is in the Caves and Cliffs update. Here's why. First, the glare's appearance. To explain it quickly, the glare is a floating bush with big eyes. That's the only way I see it. Now, the explanation for this plant-like appearance is that this is in fact camouflage. When looking at all the possible biomes in the world of Minecraft into which the glare could blend into, the Lost Caves hit the nail on the head. Now, of course, the only possible alternative could have been the bamboo groves due to their leaves, or I guess the fronds, on top, or maybe the jungle, to make it a bit more general. But I would I disregard them quickly due to the following reason. 
If you remember, the original Caves and Cliffs update was split into two parts, 1.17 and 1.18. And many of the features of both of these updates, of the Caves and Cliffs update, if to be specific, were made to encourage more players to explore the caves of Minecraft. The caves are boring. And so many things have been added, and there are still going to be added, that are going to make caves more interesting. And that's what I think is here. And this mob, the glare, would have been another mob unique to these caves, and having it in the jungle and in the bamboo groves would not make as much sense. And plus, the bamboo groves already belong to the pandas. I don't want them to be overshadowed. They're adorable. Now, with this ability to detect dark spots where mobs could spawn, I would assume that this mob would be fairly rare, and it would most likely be in caves, where you would most likely encounter a mob unless you were out at night. Also, in the glare video, the glare first hit from Lady Agnes, which further suggests the fact that the glare is shy and camouflages and hides from others in the lush caves. So I have now covered where the glare might have might come from and why it looks like a bush. Now, why does it hate the dark? And why does it always seek out the dark? That thing is probably the most confusing about the glare because it always seeks out a spot. Actually, here we go. A quote from the article says, it does so by flying dangerously dark areas and then throwing a hissy fit. And for a little bit more context, it would the glare would fly to a dark area in a cave or somewhere, but it would fly too dangerously close to a dark area, as the quote says, and throw a hissy fit would get upset because mobs can spawn there. And it was also mentioned in the Minecraft Live mob vote segment in the Minecraft Live upload by on the Minecraft YouTube channel. Now, unfortunately, I cannot tr find a truly solid explanation as to why they do this. However, I do have one possible one that might be probable. Now, the one explanation that partially makes sense is similar to the behavior of moths in the real-life world. Moths are often attracted to bright light sources, such as lamps and candles, due to them being disorienting due to them being disorienting for the moths, since they navigate by the stars and by lights. Now, I think that for the glare, the reverse is true. Since the glare comes from a bright environment like the lush caves, it mostly navigates through the use of dark spots. Remember that lush caves have spore plants, which are also known as glowberries. These are plants that also are these are plants that are also a food source, and most importantly, what everybody liked about them is that they were a new light source, which would suggest that if glares do live in lush caves, they will most often probably use glowberries as a way of navigating. Now, it would most likely navigate through the use of dark spots instead, though, if there are so many glowberries around and these spore plants. I would assume and navigate by the shadows, or by little dark spots, or little cave entrances. And what I think, though, is sometime during the, during the biological history of Minecraft, they separated one way or another, or a certain glare just got lost and misnavigated. So when it flies close to a dark enough spot, it realizes that this was the wrong way that it had to go. And it starts throwing a hissy fit about how it somehow ended up in the spot where bad mobs can spawn. It gets upset, throws a fit that somehow you, she, it was supposed to go there, and now it's stuck there, and now where there are bad mobs spawning, it's not bright. So, in a way, 
it being grumpy with itself helps you survive. And I think that's all I can say really about the glare. So I finished now talking about the glare. So let's move on to the next topic, the LA. The LA is the Minecraft Live 2021 mob vote winner. And it will be added to Minecraft along with the 1.19 wild update, which will be re released sometime next year in 2022. Of course, the links to the Minecraft article and the LA video will be in the show notes of this episode. Now, let's talk about what we already know about the LA. First and foremost, if you give an LA an item, it will look on the ground and collect said items. For example, you're mining down underground and you don't have the inventory space to collect, say, uh, I don't know, diorite. I don't know, it's an ugly block. It's the first one that came to my mind. So, don't judge me for that, please. And it is floating above the ground like all items do when they're dropped. All you have to do is simply give the LA a block of diorite and collect all of the diorite on the ground until its maximum capacity is filled. And this is also clarified in a tweet by King B Dogs from Minecraft, the link to which will be in the show notes, that the LA is not a duplicating mob. It will not duplicate items, it just picks them up off the ground. So good, we got that out of the way. Second, it will drop the items it collected either next to you or at a note block and a redstone contraption. And this is what is told to us by Minecraft. Now, third, even though I do not know this has been confirmed by Mojang, we have to address that there is a clear relationship between the Vex and the LA, which has been pointed out by many people in the Minecraft community. Both mobs have a very similar appearance with floating bodies and wings sprouting from their back. Both have the blue coloration, although the Vex does glow red when attacking. Also, when looking at the meaning of the words, this was also pointed out in the Minecraft community, the word Vex means to irritate, to annoy, to provoke. While the world, word LA, why do I keep saying world, means the opposite, to diminish or put at rest feelings of fear, suspicion, or worry. Now, on to some theorizing. Where exactly would you find the LA? In the LA video, we see little Jens walking in what seems to be a birch forest to me, since there are birch trees, where he meets the LA. This could indicate that the LA could spawn naturally in the reworked birch forest biomes in the 1.19 wild update. We have the trees in the video, but there is also another possible link, the Vex. Vexes can only be summoned by evokers either during a raid or at a woodland mansion. Woodland mansions can only be found in the roofed forest biome, which is made up of large, dark oak trees. When walking into this type of forest, it is dark, the trees are large and thick, and there is a spooky feel to the entire forest. And then we have the birch forest. The forest is bright and sunny, the trees are welcoming, and the space feels more open, this side being one of the least favorite Minecraft biomes. So in a way, the Vex and Leia biomes are opposites as well, which might be another hint there. And I will talk about this a little bit later in this part of it, in this part of the discussion. Now then, how would you befriend the LA? From what I see in the video, there might be two ways. In my personal opinion, I see the LA as a playful little fairy or pixie. It has fun, it likes dancing, it looks like it could even giggle, and so forth. If it has that type of personality, here are two methods that I might be used to befriend it. And the reason I say befriend it is that I do not consider 
the LA to be a mob like a cow or a horse or even a phantom. I think it had the word tame feels harsh to use on the LA, so I'm going to use befriend because it feels a little bit better for myself. First, you can maybe play some music from a note block or maybe a jukebox if you have a music disc, though I don't know about that one exactly. The LA certainly enjoys it, it might even start to dance. And this might help maybe even help you gather a group of LA if they're a group type of mob. The second possible method is to feed it some cookies, like you might feed a chicken some seeds, a catfish, a dog bone. So I think it might be something like that. Tiny Yens gave it a cookie as a random item in the video to demonstrate its ability. But I think that it might be a little hint as to how you can befriend an LA. Also, obtaining either a no block or a cookie does take some time and effort to procure. To get cookies, you need, there are two ways. You need to either level up a farmer villager to journeyman level, which I think is a level 3, and trade him 3 emeralds for 18 cookies. Or you would have to go find a jungle biome and get cocoa beans in order to craft cookies. And then for the no block, of course, you need to find redstone, which might take some time mining in order for you to find. And then I believe also for jukeboxes, you need a diamond, I think, as well, which takes also a decent amount of time to find. Now, back in the first episode of the of the show, in the how it's how of sorry no, about what a totem of undying is made of. I said how vexes might have been a collection of souls used by evokers to do their bidding. Well, I take that back completely. Instead, I propose that both the vex and the LA are the same species, from the same dimension. One just got more lucky than the other. Here's what I think the theory is. A group of fairies exited the spirit world at some, at some point in Minecraft history. We don't know how, maybe there was a rift or a portal, but somehow a group of fairies got out of the spirit world and entered the overworld. They decided they were all happy and decided to split apart, trying to find someplace nice that they could live in. One of the groups found a sunny birch forest and decided there in peace and harmony. The other group wandered into the dark oak forest, where they stumbled upon the evokers performing some act of magic or dark ritual, don't know what. What happened then is not fully known, but the result is clear, for the Vexes are now servants to the Evokers, and all their laughter is just them, it's just their personalities twisted and turned. They don't know what's real or not. They only serve the Evokers. They wield swords. They cannot be harmed by natural causes and they glow red when in battle, as if in rage. Of course, this also proposes yet another question about the lay and the Vex. If they are the same species, which I think they might be, do they share any properties, such as invincibility to water and lava, with the ability to go through walls? Unfortunately, we'll just have to find out when the wild update comes next year. Now, before I end the LA portion of the discussion, there is a question that I came up with while doing research for this episode. In the article about the LA, a sentence stood out to me. It says, The LA is a mob with many hobbies. What is Mojang hiding with this? 
We know that the LA loves collecting items and or blocks, but what else is there? Does the LA perform dancers un dances under the light of the full moon and grants around effects, or does it go gathering flowers during the day and making some interesting potions or something like that? Then again, this might just be the way that the article is written to make it sound more interesting, or it might be a possible clue as to what the LA is still hiding. But anyways, that is all for the mob vote winner, Vele. Time to stomp our way to the final mob from the mob vote, the Copper Golem. Now, let's talk about the final mob, the Copper Golem. The Copper Golem sadly did not make it through the final round of the mob vote. Anyways though, the links to the Minecraft article and the video on the Copper Golem are also going to be in the show notes, of course. Now, without further ado, let's quickly discuss the Copper Golem as well. Before we, we begin the theory, it's best for us to go over what we already know about the Copper Golem. The Copper Golem is a small bob that you can build out of copper, duh, and it oxidizes over time. Though the process can be reset by either using an axe on it to scrape off the, um, the green copper, or when it gets struck by lightning due to the lightning rod, lightning rod on its head. Second, it would be quite active, walking around and twirling its head, and it, it would also randomly press copper buttons that it saw. The copper buttons, of course, would have been added with the copper golem if it won the vote. Now that that is out of the way, time to get theorizing. Unfortunately, I could not come up with as many theor- uh, not much information on the copper golem as the other ones. However, there is some. The biggest thing that popped out of me was the appearance of the golem. When looking at it in the video, you can see the iconic villager nose on it. And I think that this could be a hint at a relationship between the copper golem and the villagers. How? Well, the iron golems protect the villagers from the undead, as well as from you if you attack a villager, of course, and you don't want to be on the receiving end of this. Also, the iron golem looks like a villager a little bit, mainly with its facial features. It also will sometimes offer a poppy to a villager as a gift. Now, the copper golem has a very similar facial features to the iron golem, the villager-like nose, well, not simply facial features, features. The villager-like nose, the lengthy arms, and the walk. Now, as we saw in the video, the copper golem walks quicker than the iron golem, at least from what I could tell, and it also seems to have a decent amount more energy. What is another thing that has a decent amount of energy and is fast in villages? Baby villagers. If you've ever seen a baby villager, they are quick little small things, and they always walk around the entire time. I think that the connection here is that iron golems collected the adult villagers and the baby villagers are friends with the copper golems. I mean, it only makes sense to me that they would play around and maybe copper buttons are like maybe small toys, small little things that baby villagers tinker with or would tinker with, of course, and the copper golem would also do that for them and randomly. That is the first part that makes sense to me. And I feel like maybe, sadly, there is a possibly sad part to this part of the theory. As you know, as you know, copper oxidizes in Minecraft. And the copper golem does as well.
And it says here that it takes about 50 to 82 Minecraft days for a copper golem to oxidize. For copper to oxidize. And I would assume that would, it would be that long as well for a copper golem. And I, I, I do not know for sure, but I do believe that it takes about that long for a villager child to grow up. So it means that once a baby villager baby villager comes into the world, and they introduce this new friend, the copper golem. And so they start playing with him, hanging out with the golem, doing all this fun stuff. And then the baby villager grows up. It chooses him of your profession or it decides not to. And sadly, the poor copper golem is frozen. No longer. And the villager just has to live with that. However, they can be deoxidized by lightning, as I said earlier in this part. Now, I think there are also possibly two purposes for this. The first purpose of the lightning rod might have been, maybe from some of the fools, possibly, for them to have the copper golems come back to life. And probably just walk around and still have a buddy there. However, I do also think that might be something for the fool. The fool wears green colored robes compared to his tradesmen fellows who wear brown. Now, I think that the green maybe resembles the oxidized copper golems. And so they're out there trying to help these copper golems. And so, what happens is that whenever a copper golem oxidizes, a fool will wait until a thunderstorm and take it out and place it outside so it can get struck by lightning. However, there's a possible chance that when the lightning strikes the lightning rod, the fool's not far away enough, and he turns into a witch. This could also be a possible explanation as to why witches exist or how they come to. We know that they get struck by lightning, so this might be an explanation. But that, unfortunately, is all that I have on the copper golem, since I couldn't find much about it. But anyways, that's it for all three 2021 Minecraft Live Mob Vote Mobs. Anyways, that brings us to the end of this episode of the Ender Library Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. All of the links to the articles, videos, and tweets will all be in the show notes below as well as my email address if you have any theories you want me to discuss, contradictions to my own theories, theories of your own you want me to discuss, or simply just any questions for me in general, just send them to to enderlibraryhost at gmail.com, and they might be reviewed on this this show. But anyways, again, thank you so much for listening. Keep your eyes peeled on the shelves, waiting for the next episode, and I will see you then. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.